feels perfect Other days it just ain't working The good, the bad, the right, the wrong And everything in between Yo, it's crazy, amazing We can turn our heart through the words we say Mountains crumble with every syllable Hope can live or die So speak life
Um, thank you guys for joining us tonight. Um, it is our last show of the month. Uh, we have some some very exciting guests uh, for you guys the month of February. But um, before we get started, as always, we encourage you to uh, not sit back and uh, be a spectator, but to definitely join in the conversation. I will warn you guys, I have been under, under the weather a little bit. So if you hear me coughing or sneezing or something like that, know that I'm okay. But I, I will go ahead and apologize now. Hopefully I can keep that to a minimum. <clears throat> um, if you are listening online, please uh, dial 818-691-7406 if you would like to join the conversation by phone. Again, that number is 818 691 7406, and then if you have a question or comment, uh, you can chime in by pressing the number one, um, and then I will pull you into the conversation. I'm sure that uh, depending on how many people we get um, on the line tonight, this could potentially uh, turn into one of those shows that, that lasts for a while, but if it doesn't, that is totally fine. I'm okay with getting in the bed early. Um, but definitely don't sit back. Uh, we also want to remind you guys of uh, our trash can, and we want you guys to, uh, even though it's 2018, even though uh, we've been talking about this for quite some time, but uh, nothing has changed, we want you guys to move your trash can uh, to a different location. Um, and this could be a trash can um, in your home, in your kitchen, in your bathroom. This could be a trash can at work, in your office. Uh, but move your trash can um, to a different location. And then we want you guys to see how often you go back and visit the original location of your trash can. Um, and that's symbolic of habits and things that we do, not even because we want to do them anymore, because we need to do them, but just because they're routine a lot of times. We find ourselves in predicaments. Uh, we find ourselves doing things um, just because we're so used to doing it that way. Um, think about the way that you go to work every day. It's just easy to you. Um, and so we so we tend to um, get used to a certain path or we get used to a certain uh, habits. And then um, I'll go ahead and throw this in there. We normally don't... Uh, talk about this, but we get so used to doing things a certain way until when we are forced to make a change, it throws us off because we only know one way or we, we're we very shallow and we, we only think one way or we have a closed mind. <clears throat> so move your trash can and let us know how you're doing with it. Let us know how many times you go back and you, you visit the old location. With that being said, we're going to jump into uh, these two uh, controversial topics. Um, and what I, what I heard when it came to 50-50 relationships is that uh it was it was more so about money and how money should be 
spent and how money should be divided um, in the household. And what the person was saying was the man should pay the most or the man should pay all of the bills. Um, If the woman is paying any of the bills, then she should be paying uh, small bills like the utilities or the cable bill, but she should not be paying the rent or the mortgage or even half of that. And um, the reasoning was women give more uh, in other areas, and so because of that, the man should give more financially. That was one of the reasons. And then the other reason was um, if men are supposed to be the head of the household, uh, if they're supposed to be the providers, then they should be uh, paying more money. And I'm going to start by saying this when it comes to this to this topic. Uh, there are a lot of a lot of different ways that we can go with this, but I'm going to start by saying this. Uh, number one, I don't think that you should give anyone 50% of you um, in, 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 in a marriage um, or even in a relationship because who you are as somebody's boyfriend or girlfriend is probably nine times out of ten who you're going to be as their spouse. But... Um, if you're not giving your all, um, then that might be a problem in your relationship to begin with. <coughs> Excuse me. The next thing I'm going to say is, I think that people have to do with what I think people should do uh, whatever works for them. Because what works for one household may not necessarily work for yours. Uh, in some households, it, it it may work where the husband is paying all of the bills or is paying most of the bills. It, it may work in some households. Um, but if that's not possible in your household, then I think that you need to... Um, Make some make some different decisions because trying to do what society says you should do, or if you have friends who think that way, trying to do things in a way that does not necessarily work for your household is going to lead to a whole lot of other problems. Um, and I think that's where arguments come into play that may not even be needed because people are trying to do things that, that don't necessarily work for them. Sure, you're you're not going to agree on everything. Um, you're not going to like everything that your spouse says. You're not going to like everything that they do. Um, however, you should, number one, be married to somebody um, who is good for you, who is the best for you and that you are the best for them. It shouldn't be lopsided. But then also, number two, um, the two of you need to have conversations 
about what it is that you're trying to accomplish and how you are going to uh, live your lives uh, once you reach a point where uh, you have to make financial decisions. Um, works for some people. Again, it, it, it just might be different for you um, because some of the things that you have to think about are suppose the suppose the wife makes more money. Is it still the same that the man should should pay all of the bills? Um, suppose they make the same amount or, or very close, but they also um, share the cleaning responsibilities. They share the they share the cooking responsibilities. Should then the man pay more? I think it just leads to a lot of issues when when you don't figure these things out ahead of time or you try to play the historic game. Um, And I heard, I'm sorry, I read something earlier and I never had heard the word infantilized, if I'm saying that right. Um, And I was talking to, to Mary about that earlier and basically the word Infantilized means to treat someone as a child or in a way that denies their maturity and age or appearance. I think that we have to figure out where we want to be in our own personal lives and where we want to be as, an, as a society. I think that we, we, we have to be careful when we, when we jump on bandwagons or when we join movements and um, you know, we get involved in the hashtags and and the trends and, and and the conversations because we can't say equal opportunity, and then when it's beneficial to women, say, well, no, the man is the head of the household. We 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 can't we can't play that game. Either it's going to be equal opportunity, or either it's going to be the same. Or it's going to be the head, the head of the household, or the provided. Like sometimes I hear people, uh, you know, quoting scriptures when it benefits them, and I'm not just talking about preachers and and tithes, but but people will, you know, quote scriptures and say, well, the man is supposed to do X, Y, Z, but then if you say, well, okay, the Bible says the man is the head of the uh, household or, you know, he should be the provider. And then you say, well, it also says be submissive. And then you get a thousand definitions for the word submission because when you think about just the word submit, it's like, well, no, nobody should have to do that. Men and women should be on the same level of playing field. And so if that's the case, then it should be that way all the way around. So I think that we have to be, I think we have to be careful when we start trying to make differences when it comes to relationships or what people's roles should be. Um, And another thing, too, that came to mind, um, I hear a lot of people giving advice. Um, And I I hear people, I mean, if if you bring up relationships, just about everybody has something to say. 
you bring up relationships. But then the divorce rate is very high. Or if you talk to the people who are giving out, you know, their opinion or giving out advice, they're either not in a relationship or they've had failed relationship after failed relationship. And so it's kind of one of those things like, well, is it more effective to hear something from that person or is it more effective to hear from somebody who's, you know, had a successful marriage for 20-plus years? Because it's easy for us to give our opinions. It's easy for us to, 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 to have something to say. But if you don't have anything to, to support that in your own personal life, are people really listening? Um, because, I, again, I think sometimes there's a contradiction um, when it comes to relationships. Um, you ask people, uh, you ask women, you know, what are you looking for in a man? And, you know, they'll name all of these great qualities. Uh, you know, but every time they get a man who does open the door for them, who does try to, um, you know, foot the bill most of the time that they go out or uh, who is affectionate, you know, who does want to take her home, who, who treats her like a lady, you know, you talk to men who feel like they're that way and men will tell you, you know, and those men will say, you know, Every time I, you know, get in a relationship, you know, I'm the nice guy, but then I get hurt and then I see guys dogging women out and, you know, the women be falling all over them. So I think there's a I think there's a contradiction and 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 we all need to just be honest with ourselves. What is it that you're looking for? And tell the truth. Um my wife and I laugh um, because one of the first conversations we had, she asked me if I owned a pair of Tim's. And I don't think that that was a deal breaker. Clearly it wasn't because at the time I didn't own any Tim's. <laughs> but, you know, and I don't even remember what my, what my comment was to it, um, but shoes are not going to determine the way that somebody treats you. Just like money is not going to determine the way that that, that your relationship is going to go. Um, and so I think that we, you know, we can't be superficial when it comes to um, being in a relationship with somebody. So this whole 50-50 thing, uh, again, whatever works for you and your significant other, I say go for it, but be realistic and going for it. Other, otherwise, you, you, you're going to create this illusion, and, you know, it might be all sweet in the beginning, but eventually once that wears off, you're going to have all of these issues, and you're going to see things that were there before, <clears throat> but you, you know, weren't paying attention to them. You were blinded by them because your mind was on something that, that wasn't real. Um 
Moving on to the next thing, um, and if some people uh, join in later, you know, I'll be happy to come back to that topic. Uh, but we're going to move right along here. Um, and, again, the number to dial is 818-691-7406, 818-691-7406. So a woman's right to choose has been a controversial topic in the United States over the past few years. Some people feel that abortion is a crime, while opponents argue that a woman should have the right to do what she wants with her body. Regardless of where Americans stand on this issue, there's a different twist in Sweden. According to the Liberal Youth of Sweden, a liberal party um, in Sweden, men should be allowed to opt out of their responsibility to raise an unborn child up to the 18th week of the mother's pregnancy. That's about four and a half months if I'm doing the math right. The father would lose all of his rights but wouldn't have to pay child support. Believe it or not, there are people who support the plan. Do you? So this was an article um, in the Washington Post back in uh, March of 2016. And I heard heard some some radio show hosts talking about it um, last week um, on their morning show. And I said, if nothing else comes up, you know, this is this is definitely uh, worth talking about. And I was reading today and kind of found an article from a woman in Australia, and I found it interesting that a woman had these thoughts. And so uh, I'm going to kind of go through her article and pause here and there and just kind of either offer – um, my thoughts on it or, or, or ask questions. But <clears throat> the article says, picture this. A couple has been dating for a few months, having a great time, uh, having a great time drinking, talking, shagging, and wandering through each other's worlds. They may have even discussed children, and one or both has made it clear they don't want any. The couples use The couple's use of contraception has also made implicit their desire to not become pregnant. But in their spirit of, cue this part I didn't really get, um, how do you make God laugh? A, tell her your plan. Suddenly this hypothetical couple is dealing with an unexpected pregnancy. That's the part I want to go to. After the initial shock, she has decided she wants to keep the child. He, meanwhile, has no interest in becoming a father. Now what? So it's going to come up later, but I'm going to go ahead and state the obvious. And the obvious is if you are having sex and it it could be the first time, um, that you have sex, there's always going to be the chance um, of the woman getting pregnant. And so the obvious, you know, or the easy answer is if you don't want to get pregnant or if you don't want to get a woman pregnant, then don't have sex. 
Because even when it comes to birth control, nothing is a 100% guarantee. The same thing goes when it comes to sexually transmitted diseases. So the obvious answer is if you don't want babies, uh, then don't have sex. Um, but this woman digs into this a little bit deeper, so we're going to talk about that. And she says, I have recently come to the conclusion that as a feminist, I support men being able to opt out of fatherhood early in a pregnancy via what is known as a financial abortion. <clears throat> so this woman is clearly behind men being able to say up to four and a half weeks of the pregnancy, hey, I was just trying to get it in. I wasn't trying to be anybody's dad. And so what she's saying is that if that is the case, the man should be able to say, you know, excuse me of my fatherly responsibility. So she says, I believe a woman should not be forced to become a mother any more than a man should be forced to become a father. If a man has not said, I want to have a child with you now-ish, it is fair to assume he doesn't and therefore should be able to legally withdraw from being a parent. It would also be less traumatic for children and more empowering for women. So, in other words, what she's saying is that women, she doesn't believe that women should be forced to have babies. So um, my guess is that she's pro-abortion or pro-woman's uh, choice, or however you put it. Um, but in her mind, if you're going to side with the fact that women can have abortions, then it's only fair to say that men should have some sort of uh, some sort of way out as well. Um, and then she goes on to explain financial abortion, uh, which is essentially um, enabling men to cut all financial and emotional ties with a child in the early stages of pregnancy. So not once the child is born, but during the first couple of months of the of the pregnancy, she's saying that men should be able to say, you know what, this is not what I want to do, uh, let me out. But the man gives up all of his rights, so, like Samaria put it earlier, if the baby grows up and becomes a basketball, football star, he can't come back around. Um, but he also uh, gives up his responsibility. So he's not required to uh, take care of the baby. Um, this means he would opt out of all rights, privileges, and responsibilities Parenthood in a binding and not reversible decision, similar to sperm donors, but sperm donors' actions are only motivated by the possibility of creating a child without becoming a parent. Um, and then she says, women now have control of their lives after an unplanned conception, but men are routinely forced to give up control, forced to be financially responsible for choices only women are permitted to make forced to relinquish reproductive choice. So, again, she's saying that this is not fair because 
the woman has the right to choose, and if she so chooses to have the baby, then the man is <clears throat> financially responsible uh, for his portion. Um, so they, so there's, a, but if the woman decides that she does not want to keep the baby, then she's allowed to do that. Um, and so one of the one of the one of the things that I thought about was, well, what if there's a case where the man wants to keep the baby, but the woman does not? Well, the man has no say because the woman can still go down and get the abortion. Um, and then, you know, what about women who trap or may try to trap a man? Um, we probably see that more so with celebrities or people, you know, with money. Um So she says, and yet there are no, there are currently no laws anywhere in the world that enshrine a man's right to opt out of parenthood. In Australia, the biological father of a child is legally required to pay child support. He also has legal rights alongside social expectations. <clears throat> um, and then she said, of course, there are lots of details to pin down. How far into the pregnancy should men be able to opt out of parenthood? I can't really answer that question because I don't think that you should. Um, because even if it were even if it were legal to opt out, I can, I can only speak for myself. But even if it were legal to opt out, um, it is my responsibility that if I help produce a child, it's my responsibility to take care of the child. And I think that if you, that because you know the possibilities of having sex, then either don't do it or accept what comes with it, whether it's what you want or not. Uh, because there are people who plan their pregnancies but there are a lot of people who don't. Um, I do get what this woman woman is saying in terms of fairness. Um, and if you've paid attention to the news a lot here lately, uh, whether mainstream media or, or social media, you, you've seen a lot of uh, conversations about gender equality. And I think that that's... Um, I think that's what this lady's trying to say here that um you know it it's if a woman has a right to choose then the then the man should have a right to choose. I don't know if this is the answer, but I get where she's going, but I think that um, if you have a child, then you should take care of it and I think that goes for both parents because I think a lot of times you know. Lack of parenting that may come from a woman um, is excused. It's funny. I saw a, a meme on Facebook. I think I saw it earlier today, but I know I've seen it in the past as well. Um, and it said, 
Um, when a man can't take care of his children, he gets jail time. But when a woman can't take care of her children, she gets welfare. <clears throat> and I think <laughs> I think that's, you know, another example of of fairness. Um, but I think that we have to remember who ultimately suffers in all of this, and that is the child. Um, and so whatever decisions we make, we have to make them in the best interest of the child. And, you know, somebody might say, well, you know, if he doesn't, if he doesn't want a child, then maybe it is best for him to, to walk. It may be. It may be. But that child still needs financial support. Um, you know, if 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 he's if he's not a good person, if he's not a respectful person, if he's not a responsible person, if he's going to be a bad influence on the child, if he's not going to be a role model, then maybe he does need to stay away from the child. And you know, uh, you know, maybe the the the, the mother will. You know, date a guy who 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 is, or you know, there'll be uncles, or, uh, grand grandfathers, or whoever. But I don't know if you know saying well, if he says it early enough, because then how do you keep track of that as well? That he should be able to, you know, forfeit his responsibilities. I I don't think that's the answer, even if you're trying to make this fair. Um, and then it said, how would they go about proving it was clear that they didn't want to have a child? Uh, could the child access information about their biological father? And if so, when? Um, and so she goes on to say, there are many ways technology could assist in proving before uh, conception that a man has no desire to become a father. Technology allows us to sign an online petition, enroll to vote or register <coughs> to be an organ donor. Surely it could just it could be just as easily uh surely it could just as easily allow men to list themselves on a no kids yet registry. Um, a topic like this also raises anecdotes about women lying about their contraception in order to trap men into having babies and of men who agree to having children then abandoning them. But these what-ifs muddy the discussion. In order to fully engage with the concept, let's assume abortion is safe, affordable, and accessible, and the intention of the couple not to get pregnant is mutually understood. Then the litmus test is simple. Is it fair for people to be forced to become parents against their wishes? If it's not fair for a woman to be forced to bear a child or have an abortion, it follows it's not fair for a woman to be forced, I mean, for a man to be forced to become a parent. Um, some will argue men frequently opt out of parenting anyway, and I think that that's a valid argument um, just because of what we've seen um, over time where, um, you know, there are a lot of, uh, I don't know what the percentages are today, but hopefully they are down from where they were when I was a kid. But I know growing up there were, uh, you know, a, a single mothers was, that that was a very popular thing. 
Um, hopefully those numbers have gone down and we don't have as many. I know that there are still some, but hopefully we don't have um, as many. But um, I think the difference here is, um, you know, the the man, um, what she's saying is that, you know, the man say something, you know, early on versus the baby being born and, you know, them just disappearing. Um, but she says some will argue men frequently opt out of parenting anyway. Women are then left holding the baby, and so what difference would financial abortion make? But if there was an opportunity for men to opt out, blame-free, of fatherhood earlier, there may be fewer cases of men abandoning their children later in life. <clears throat> Surely it would be less traumatic and disruptive for the child if its father opts out early in a pregnancy than if he abandons it and its mother after it's born. Um, I don't know. I don't know because the word abandoning uh, bothers me when it comes to uh, children. Why are you, why is it okay for anyone to abandon their child um, or the responsibility of of taking care of their child. Why why is that even on the table? Um, now, on the other hand, I do think um, that that a better question would be: Would women make better choices um, in men, or with the men that they choose to um, have intercourse with? Um, because if you know as a woman that if you are pregnant that this man can, you know, opt out and you're forced to either take care of the baby on your own or be forced to uh, look to government assistance, I wonder if women would, would, would make different choices. Um, and that's a tough one just because um, – you don't know people um, or sometimes you may not know them as well as you think you know them. And just because, uh, you know, a relationship is fine, you know, people change. And so, you know, you could think that, you know, this is the right person to have a child with. And then you have a child with them and then you see a different side of the person. So I think I think that's another tough one. Um, and this says the transparency of financial abortion would also empower women, as they be fully aware of the responsibility they be taking on. A woman who chooses to continue pregnancy from which a man has opted out would so would do so under no illusions and be answerable to no one. It should also be noted that two parents do not guarantee a safe, loving environment for a child, particularly if one or both are unwilling. Plenty of kids with two parents are raised in poverty. Plenty of kids with one parent are raised comfortably. Plenty of poor kids are raised in happy families, while plenty of well-off kids are raised by parents who don't love <coughs> or care for them. And Again, I, I I think that this woman writing this article, uh, whether 
you agree or not, um, she makes some very interesting points to support her argument. Um, because, I mean, that that's true. Uh, two parents don't guarantee um, anything just like being raised by a single parent doesn't that doesn't guarantee anything. Um, and I think that goes back to uh, what I was saying at the beginning of the show. It it really depends on the people, and that's why we cannot get caught up in trying to make somebody else's philosophy our reality. We have to look at our own circumstances, learn who we are, learn what we're good at, what we need assistance with, uh, learn what works for us, and then live our lives accordingly. Because um, trying to fit somebody else's agenda in your plan is probably going to lead to uh, issues for you. Um, and again, you know, this this lady is making, you know, she's making some, some valid points. Um, and she goes on to say uh, one of the more common cases against uh, this idea is the notion that by having sex you are taking a risk, we talked about this earlier, and therefore must pay the price if you get pregnant. And then she says, but haven't we moved past the thinking that people should be punished simply for engaging in pleasure? Do we really want our children to be conceived by force? I believe every baby should be wanted and every parent should be willing. When we consent to having sex, we do automatically consent to becoming a parent. That's an interesting one. Um, when I read that, I had to go back a couple of times because, again, <laughs> um, I think that's one that people are gonna people are gonna feel differently about that. Uh, you know, some people it might see that or hear that and say, you know, that that's a good point. But at the same time, if you know that pregnancy is is one of the things that could come from uh from having sex then are you consenting um to being a mom or or being a dad if you know that you know it's one of the things that could potentially come along with it it's just like because to me that argument is saying that you know I consent to driving over the speed limit but I don't consent to getting a ticket. No, driving over the speed limit, um, you know, puts me at risk of getting a speeding ticket. I don't want one. You know, and my reason may just be I just want to get to where I'm going um, a little faster <laughs> than what the speed limit allows. Or maybe I'm running late. Um then she says, if when a male and female have vaginal sex, their contraception fails, it doesn't mean both people have to become parents. The options are abortion, adoption, 
<clears throat> parenting together or soul parenting? Uh, there is an unspoken assumption that a woman has no responsibility to consider the practicality or financial viability of having a child because it's the man's job to provide for his family. Something else he talked about earlier. But this kind of thinking is founded in oppressive heteronormative values and belongs in the 1950s, so she says. The word responsible comes up whenever fatherhood does. The idea that men should step up and do <coughs> excuse me and do the right thing and support their own flesh and blood. But surely the best thing for men to do is be honest up front if they don't wholeheartedly want to become a father. And that ends with a question mark. Unfortunately, there is still an expectation in society that men should provide for women. Indeed, many women and men prefer and expect it. This default setting is evident in the way men are expected to ask women out on dates, the cliché <coughs> excuse me, of men proposing to women, the common practice of women taking their husband's surname, and the fact women do most of the unpaid child care and domestic labor in the home while men expect while men are expected to earn uh, most of the family's income. And again, I think that uh, we have to figure out um, how we want to live and function in society. Um, we can't be, uh, what's the hashtag? Uh, we can't be, you know, me too and time's up and women's rights and equal opportunities and then, you know, as soon as, you know, there's a uh, an opportunity for uh, equal opportunity, um, but because it changes things in the way that they've been done or it may give a man rights that he's never had, we can't switch and say, well, no, 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 that's not what that means. If it's going to be equal, which I think that it should, then it should be equal all across the board. Um, and we're going to slowly wrap this up here. Um, but the last part of what she says is nothing in life is risk-free. And she says, legislating financial abortion, along with requiring that reproductive choices are made clear on the public record, would likely encourage people to be even more careful with contraception. Having frank discussions about parenthood early in the piece, <clears throat> excuse me, and if and when women decide to have a child, they'd have more realistic expectations of what they are in for. Of course, nothing is risk-free. There are consequences for everything, but we need to start challenging moralistic ideas about the blessing of conception and be more practical about how it actually affects people's lives. My life is so different to the generation of women before me because I had the opportunity to decide when I became a mother with who and how many children to have. I would like everyone, male or female, to have the same opportunity. 
And that's kind of the, the, the article in a nutshell. But just to go back and and kind of touch on a few things, um, number one, I think the overall theme here was how to make this fair. I don't think that she was um, – in fact, she even said it in the article that, you know, she's she's not about giving men or women um, the legal right to abandon their responsibilities. But the whole gist of the article was about how do we make this fair? Um, and if we're going to give women the right to um, have abortions then uh, and the man has no say-so in it, then how can we change that to to make it fair so that men um, men have a say so as well <clears throat> what that answer is I have no idea um, and that moves me to the next part and that is if you are going to have sex with someone then know that there are things that could happen, even if you use protection, because it's not 100% guaranteed. And if you have a child, um, it is your responsibility to take care of the child. And I think that was one of the things that wasn't really addressed in this article is that the ones who are going to lose the most here don't have any say or have the least amount of say in the whole equation Um, because we have to remember, and it's, you know, been said many times, but children don't ask to be here. And since they don't ask to be here, um, we have to make sure that the decisions made by their parents, um, the 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 effect that comes with that is as minimal as possible. Um, now, with that being said, if there were a way for uh, women to make different decisions in terms of who they have a baby by, then you know I don't think that that would be a bad idea either. Because we 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 have to we have to remember that we we make choices and the choices that we make um, are going to impact somebody. It might just be you. Um, it might be one other person. It might be a lot of people. Um, so be careful um, with the choices that you make. I'm going to bring this to a close. Um, again, just another controversial topic. Uh, Tammy didn't get a chance to say hello. It looked like she was online for a minute there, but I couldn't tell. But um we will definitely be back. I think next week we have a special guest. So we'll definitely be back next week. We hope that you'll join us uh, next week, same time, same station. <clears throat> have a great week. Uh, enjoy the Super Bowl. 
and we will talk to you guys next Monday. Oh.